everybody, and welcome back to the Wildflower Podcast. Today's shout-out goes to Pressed On Time. If you guys are looking for a good seamstress or you guys just want your dry cleaning, that's a good place to go. They're located on Harrison. You can find them on Facebook as Pressed On Time. They're also selling masks right now, hand-washable masks, and they're also selling vegan hand sanitizers. So if you guys are looking for any of those necessities, you can drop by and pick them up. Today we have a special subject going on. Today we're going to talk about Greek mythology with our very own Jane. Okay, so let's give her a call. Hi, Brandy. Hi. Okay, so today we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about Greek mythology. Yay! I love Greek mythology. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. Okay. So my first question to you is, what do you think about Greek mythology? Well, I feel like it's really a good part of human history. Um, a lot of the stories and myths, um, everything from ritual to the weather. I feel that all the Yeah, that's true. I feel like it's, I feel like my answer to that question would probably be that it's really interesting because it's not like the normal just believing in one Jesus, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, yeah, okay, one deity. yeah, we have like multiple, like they have like multiple um, gods and goddesses doing like an individual thing. Like if we have like when you're working at a job, it's like everybody has a thing to do and they need to do that. So. Yeah, like each. And each god and goddess has a purpose. Yeah. Each nymph has a purpose. Yeah. Um, and every story from the Odyssey or anything as far as, like, the Trojan horse story, like, yeah. all of those have symbolic meanings in parts of time. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of... It's, it's pretty interesting. And there's always something new to, you know, who is your favorite god slash goddess? Ah, okay, that one honestly. <laughs> That's hard. I would probably have to say, yeah, it is kind of hard. Um, I would either say Hades, only because he got kicked into a really pretty shitty place. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty true. Pretty crappy place. Um, I like Hades. Um, I also love the story of Persephone. Mm-hmm. Which is Demeter. Uh, Demeter is the goddess of agriculture and grain. Yeah. Her daughter was Persephone. She got pursued by Hades and ended up having to, you know, leave. But that explained why Demeter, since she was the goddess of agriculture, um, since her daughter being gone, she was crying 
and that's what started fall and winter. Yeah. So I love that. I love that story. I love Persephone. I think that story's so romantic. You know, like she was pursued by this not evil person, but just pursued by this dark god, and she went with him. I, I just think it's such a romantic story. Dude, you know what cool. is so crazy? Okay, so adding to that, I read a totally different thing. They were telling me that um, that supposedly like Persephone didn't want to go with him, but since he wanted her so bad, like he opened up a hole under her and took her, and that's why um, her her mom was like sad and all the crops were like gone to shit and stuff. I was like, oh my. God. Oh yeah. But I don't <laughs> no, know, you're like. Right, you're right. He yeah. Did, he- he was trying to pursue her. He did open up the hole because nobody can go to Hades' underworld yeah. without traveling through the five rivers or the five, I think it's the, uh, the five situations that you have to go through yeah. to him. Um, but yeah, eventually, yeah, he did pursue her. But I just, the story's so badass. I, I like that, so it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but I think it's really cool, like, on the end of, like, her mom only getting to see her for nine months and then he gets her for the yeah. three which is cool because then you know like in greek mythology it's like that's winter yeah and it explains the season yeah so i thought that was pretty cool okay so i think that my favorite god or goddess would probably have to be i would say athena only because she's a bad bitch <laughs> Because I just feel like it, it's just so weird because supposedly that um, the reason she came about was because Zeus had a headache. He, oh. he, like, so he went to Earth and somebody that he felt like could handle an axe quickly, they opened up his head and she just came out like... That was like a story um. that I heard. I was like, oh man, like what the heck? That's crazy. But she's just supposed to protect like people and like just she's just supposed to be pure and i also heard that um with athena that she like some guy caught her like bathing like naked and stuff so like he she turned him into a deer for doing that and all this stuff i was like damn so this chick was like extremely pure but she was also like this that would like just protect people and you know protect what she believed in like it was pretty crazy I know. Yeah, and the one cool thing about her, like, yeah, the way she was born, out mm-hmm. of his head, like, that's so freaking cool. Yeah. And then she was just like, no way, bitch, you're gonna be a deer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell no, you ain't getting away. Uh, Acteon, or, I can't really pronounce the name, but yeah, like, she was like, uh, you're looking at me? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so cool. Um, and you know, it's so funny. Uh, I guess another little side note about Greek mythology is that some of these goddesses are always pure. Yeah. Yet the men can do whatever the hell they wanted. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how how things work back then. And of course, you know, it, it also goes into sex and orgies and a lot of the various things a lot of the rich Grecian, ancient Grecians did back in the day. Yeah. Um, it's it's pretty cool i was also like yeah i noticed that too i was like why is it that all of the girls like they're virgins but the only thing but i think the only person that probably like the only girl goddess that kind of slept around was what was her name um uh aphrodite yeah and also Hera, which is the queen of hades 
has a god. Yeah. She's the queen of uh, marriage, and she was Zeus's wife. Yeah, exactly. She was always, she was always traveling, you know. She, every time yeah. she tried to go fuck up, she'd go fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's, it's so cool. Like, another cool thing about uh, Greek mythology is that it's, it wasn't on a text. Like, nobody had pre-written books yeah. passed down generation to generation. And yeah. it wasn't until the Enlightenment period in the 18th century um, where the Greek myth spread throughout Europe. But, in, you know, but by the 18th century in Europe, at that time, the church overruled. So it was mostly the Catholic church or Roman church, Roman Catholic um, church that ruled. So it was kind of like um, you shouldn't be celebrating any of those holidays, you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. So a lot of the stories were passed down in the way of plays. So a lot of people who were in the Enlightenment period in, in the 1800s and operas and plays about Greek mythology. So yeah. It almost, it was a religion that became like this whole, uh, uh, I guess, little fad, if you will. Yeah. That's also another pretty cool fact about it. Yeah, it's the fact that it wasn't written down, but it was more like storytelling and all this stuff. Like, it was pretty cool. I thought that was good because it's like they don't necessarily have a Bible. I don't think so. But it's just... Yeah, there's no text. Yeah. Yeah, I I believe now they do. um, It's called neo-paganism. Mm-hmm. And that's the small group of people that do still worship the gods and goddesses from Greek mythology. Oh, well, um, that's good. And follow follow through with rituals and whatnot, but at the same time, I, I'm not too sure about the text. I'm sure they, I'm sure they have something. Yeah. But it's still pretty cool that it's still, it's still acknowledged today mm-hmm. and has an impact on people, too. Okay, so what are your thoughts on Pandora's box? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, first off, I'm not a Pandora kind of girl. I'm a Spotify kind of girl. So let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Pandora's box. Now, that theory is pretty cool because it almost started like the Earth was good until Pandora reached into the box and opened up the evils of the world. Yeah. And it's almost like, how would you say it? It's almost like a story of, oopsie, like, curiosity killed the cat. Curiosity killed the cat, in other words, like, sickness, death, evil, like, it's it's pretty crazy. And then also the fact that, like, hope, which was uh, something in the box, hope was able to be given to the humans as well. So if any of those evils would have them, they still had hope that they, you know, that they could live or survive, stay alive or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a pretty interesting story. And it's so cool that there's like even a little box you can still see online of a picture of what <laughs> it must have looked like. And I don't know, it's so cool. That's, yeah, that's pretty crazy. I thought when I first, like, read about it, I was like, wow, what the heck? Like, the only thing that I didn't like about it was the fact that they were saying that they had to put evil on the earth and they saw evil yeah. as women. I was like, okay, like, they, it's they, always the lady saw girl. They, <laughs> they, call, they were like, back then, they had everything twisted. They were saying that they had to. They had to put something on earth that was destroyer of man and it happened to be women and i'm like okay what the fuck all right guys like what the hell and i'm just yeah, like dude we don't get enough cre- like we don't get enough credit like honestly we're raising your babies 
stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was a pretty interesting story, only because it was kind of like it was the start of their way on Earth. Like it was kind of just. Yeah, it was just like, it was just like, you know how Adam and Eve is like in the Bible and all that? Well, it's more like that, but in Greek mythology, it started with Pandora and her box. But that's pretty crazy. Like, I thought that was crazy. The only thing I just didn't like about it was the fact that they put it like a woman. I mean, yeah, it's cool, girl power, but we're not evil. <laughs> like, we're <laughs> like, that's the only thing that pissed me off. <laughs> Yeah, there was like this one story that I read that his destiny was to kill his dad and marry his mom. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? But he didn't know who his mom was because he was adopted. But I, I was like, what the heck? Like, that's crazy. But yeah, it's just a bunch of fucking mother loving shit in this. Okay, so my like, next. Okay, so is he oh. the, wait, he's, he's the guy that killed his dad? Yeah, he's. Okay, so the point oh, is. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he's like adopted. He's oh, adopted. Oh, no, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Okay, so what do you think about Athena and Medusa and what happened? Okay, so this is my, this is what I've thought of. I feel like Medusa was a victim. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, you know, being as beautiful as she was before she got cursed by, you know, by Athena. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sad. And at the same time, her getting killed at the end of the story. I think the moral of the story is just don't boast, don't brag about how you are. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the story don't say that, but I'm sure that's probably what she was doing to piss her off. And, you know, it was, and, you know, Perseus ultimately just beheading her at the end. Yeah. It, it, eventually it helped Athena with her shield. That's how she used her shield turn people to stone. So it was almost like she was just like, you know what? I don't want I don't like this hoe. <laughs> I'm done with this hoe. I'm gonna curse her. I'm gonna get somebody to kill her and she's gonna be mine and she's gonna forever be under my weapon, you know. It's it's a pretty sad story.
from what I read, like, it was telling me that Athena just basically got jealous. But at the same time, Poseidon was, like, pursuing her. And from what I read was, like, that he... Oh, he freaking raped her. Yeah, he did like, rape her. Like, yeah, but in the beginning, he was, like, pursuing her, but she wouldn't budge because, like, she was being, like, loyal to Athena and telling her, like, she was gonna be, like her right-hand person and then Athena would just start to get jealous and I'm just like why would you be jealous of somebody you're trying to make like your right-hand man like it's not it doesn't make any sense so when like um so when Poseidon raped her I was like what the hell dude and that's when she like cursed her with all the snakes in her hair and shit I felt I felt bad for her but I was also like holy crap I guess that also um, kind of once again goes back to the whole it's always the woman's fault. Yeah. And in all honesty, there was a lot of rape too, and I was like, dude, what yeah. the fuck? Like, and, it, and it's always the woman's fault, you know? It's, yeah. It's a pretty crazy, it's a, it's a pretty crazy mythology to just even dig into a Pandora's box, if you will. Yeah. Opening up the box and just reading about the various stories. It's like, I don't even think there's even a lesson for that one either. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Besides just Athena got her shield and Perseus followed through with his orders. Okay, so Zeus is dead. What is your opinion? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That guy was messed up on all kinds of levels. I know. I couldn't handle his story. I was like, what? They even they even showed a picture of him swallowing his kid. I was like, dude, what the hell? There's a, there's a faded painting, and it's so gross. And it's clearly, like, the Cronus painting. Like, the Cronus with the baby, and he's, like, ripping the baby's chest. I don't know if you've seen Ooh. that before, but it's so freaking weird. Like, he was so wild. Dude, yeah, so, it was it was gross. But I think yeah, that. Um, I was just saying. Uh, I mean, he's the first generation of all the Titans that eventually have the gods and goddesses. But yeah. I, I feel like he's the kind of god that was, um, like the like the first the new uh, the Old Testament kind of uh, Christian god where he's just angry and no 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 you know you're you're gonna do this you're gonna do that and send out orders and have no compassion for anybody and if anybody walks my way i'm gonna kill it or in this case it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know um yeah and it's pretty crazy that that whole story of how you know the descendants of uranus you know that's where uranus that's where they came from you know and, and that makes you wonder who created Cronus. yeah know, who, who also makes him and yeah, it's a pretty messed up story, you know, like, trying to eat your kids, like, yo, no. Yeah, I thought that was crazy, too, because he was just being, I don't know, I feel like he was just jealous, like, that he just kind of wanted to be the only yep. one, but it's not possible. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird, like, so here's another little fun fact about Cronus that I think is pretty crazy. Um, all of these religion, all of these mythologies are in parallel with each other, so that basically means that they're, uh, uh, they have very similar stories, similar yeah. themes, but they're in different time periods, right? Mm -hmm. So an older representation of Cronus was the god uh, Jeb, 
from Egyptology. Yeah. Um, and what's pretty crazy about him is that he was the father of snakes. Now, what going back to the Greek mythology, if Cronus, I mean, just thinking back to Egyptology, you know, if Cronus was aka God of Snakes in its Egyptology stories, what if that's the dinosaur era? Maybe that makes some sense. You know? Yeah, that kind of makes sense there. It's, it's, yeah, so like, you know, it doesn't necessarily say that he was the king of snakes in Greek mythology or Roman mythology, mm-hmm. but it says so in Egyptology, the, you know, Jeb. So I think that's pretty interesting, too, where, you know, I wonder if there's a book that mashes everything together. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, linking stuff. And references. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's the cool thing about him is that it's, on one end of the, of the story, he's got a snake. other end of the story, he ate all his kids. So yeah, that's true. It makes you wonder what his kids must have really looked like if, if that was, you know, possible. Yeah. How do you feel okay. about the transition from gods, from gods and goddesses just to one god? Because from what I read was that eventually Hercules goes into the clouds or something or no he dies eventually supposedly he dies and that he has a son and that son comes back as god like jesus christ really yeah from from what i read i was like what the heck like so they go from all these gods and goddesses to just one because i think that's when they sorry i think that's when they like transferred from um like Greek mythology to Christianity, like slowly. Um, so I guess with him doing the 12 beats that he was ordered to do, yeah. Um, I really, how would you say, how would you put this? I think by this point in time, um, making the switch from many gods and goddesses to just one deity happened in a lot of cultures, um, as well as even Catholicism, you know, worshiping and praying to certain um, saints, uh, you know, in a way that it's still worshiping many deities, but yeah. going from many godly goddesses to one deity, I think that was just for either someone in power or a priest at the time, just, just mandate and control the population at the time because once they started switching over to this in the 16th, 15th centuries to just one deity, um, it really scared people and it made them, you know, get on a straight path mm-hmm. because they're following what the gods and goddesses are telling them to do, uh, following uh, religions that were, I'm sorry, following uh, pagan rituals, which at the time were really, really um, uh, discouraged. It seems like it was just to kind of mass control everybody and just make sure everybody's one with the community. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, uh, it, uh, and in my opinion, I, I really don't. It doesn't matter to me whether people worship one or several different gods and goddesses. But um, at the same time, I think back then it was just for mostly just for control um, and just to make sure that everybody is under order. Yeah, that's also kind of true, too. I think the transition from multiple to one is kind of just more of a modern thing now. 
because you hear about the past and you hear about how everybody has like multiple gods i mean some still do like some still worship multiple gods and that's fine but i'm saying like i feel like it's been more modernized just to worship one you know what i mean because whether you're in like like if in this time i think it's more like there has to be one thing you know and it's pretty crazy because whether you're from a different religion or anything there's always just like one main thing that you pray to that you go to like that's how i feel about it like it's Uh like before it was more than one but now i feel like more modernized it's just one yeah and a lot of, and it, or mostly followed like you know like commonly followed or usually one deity or a savior of some sort you know yeah um there's allah and muhammad you know god yeah. and Yeah, it's, I think it's pretty good. I mean, it goes pretty long. Like, religion is pretty long. Yeah. It's, it's a so it's like, yeah. Kind of, um, it's so deep. Yeah. And I think that, um, as long as, like, you read about it or study it and stuff like that, like, you get more of an understanding of, like, what's what and all that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, and which it's is pretty cool like, because it, it goes, like yeah like you said it goes pretty deep like religion isn't just something that started yesterday like this has been going on since like the dawn of time yeah about maybe around the second century i'm assuming yeah. um it's it's pretty crazy like and then also you think about like the iranian religion and the asian religions and and how their stories are all very similar too and how the world was made how, um, you know, how, and they're all in different timelines, too, so it's kind of tough to say which one came first. Yeah. Um, but I know, I know for fact, for fact, Judaism is one of the most oldest. Confucianism is another old one. Um, so this is probably all, even before Greek mythology got introduced to ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's pretty interesting. And it's, it's crazy how people just drop 
the Greek mythology religion like that, you know, well, maybe over time, but it's crazy how they kind of just dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Okay, so my next question is opinions on how gods would sometimes trick humans. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think looking at the way Zeus was and a lot of Poseidon and Hades, well, maybe not Hades, but mostly just Poseidon and Zeus and how they would trick humans, um, it was kind of messed up. Yeah, it um, was. They would, at like. At the same time, I think it was just more so like. They were just so all powerful. Humans were just insignificant to them. Yeah. Um, almost like a lab rat. Yeah. I feel like they kind of, and they wanted to trick them because they wanted to test the human boundaries. You know, how far can a human go? Yeah. How far can a human um, suffer from this or deal with that? Or can they go out on this mission? You know, I think it was just them just being assholes and more, and more, yeah. more power, more, uh, more uh, dignity for themselves. Yeah, I was like, I was like, what the heck? Like, for them to trick humans, it was kind of pretty fucked up yeah. because, you know, they're just, like, all-powerful beings. And I was just like, uh... Like, I read some stories that Zeus w- Zeus tricked this girl into sleeping with him. And I was like, what the heck? So he, he pursued her, but she wouldn't budge because she was married. So he disguised himself as her husband and she fucking slept with him dude i was like what the hell like that's crazy like how's that even possible <laughs> i know it's honestly zeus was man whore yeah <laughs> poor Hera. i mean come on she was over here tapping her heel and not Olympus. like yo when this is yeah. going to come home i know what he's doing yeah um, yeah i don't know it's pretty crazy and i um him pursuing you know, that girl in the form of a um, yeah, the tricking people part freaks me out. I don't think I don't think his wife Hera had all the tricks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, um, I was also listening to the documentary, and it was telling me that um, that they they think it is so cool that gods just disguise them, like not disguise, like they just look like regular Greek people. That they're like they could be anything. They could think they're like this crazy looking thing but they're not they're just like me and you and i was like what the heck so i thought that was pretty interesting but i mean now it's just like jesus looks like a man so it's like i think that you know i think that's normal like i think it's pretty normal but they're just yeah, all powerful yeah and and it's so funny because they might and there's another theory that i also like too in any kind of organized religion um i i tend to think that they're not human so in my mind, I don't really picture them as human. Yeah. I think they just show themselves as human, so humans don't get scared. Yeah. Um, because I, I do, and this is going to go off topic a little bit, but I, I do believe in extraterrestrial life. I yeah. There are other things out there, um, and especially back then when humans 
history was barely started, you know, I feel like if there were, you know, titans and goddesses and nymphs and all these monsters in Greek mythology, you know, it's, and the monsters especially, you know, I'm sure that they, you know, you know what? Let's try to change these humans up. Let's try to trick them. Let's see if we can get them to, you know, stop being heathens or what have you. And I think they were kind of like lab rats. Humans were basically lab rats to them. I don't think the gods and goddesses really cared too much about the humans. I think they just wanted that power. Um, but then again, that goes back to like, they probably weren't human. Yeah. You know, but, they, but humans saw them as human because maybe they changed their, changed their uh, body or the way they looked. Yeah, because they basically can do anything, like, and they were, they were tricking everybody, and they were doing all this stuff, so I was like, what the heck, like, I don't know, it's pretty crazy. But I think, um, I think Greek mythology is pretty good, only because it's different, like, it's, it's different, and it's interesting because you read about all these different gods and their purposes, and it's a pretty good subject to be on. Okay, so I'm going to close off from here. So thanks, Jade, for being my guest today. Thank you, Brandy, for having me. Yes, no problem. All right, guys, well, <laughs> I'm signing off. I'll see you guys later. Bye. If you guys have Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Podcasts, or Radio Public, you can also listen to my podcast through those apps or social networks.